Hello and welcome to the Children in Books podcast. And today we have a special guest with us. It's Lena Moore. She's an author and illustrator. And I'm happy that Rachel, Lubina and uh, Lena are with me today. Hello from Scotland. <laughs> Hello from Leipzig. I'm very happy, Lena, that you are our guest today. Because we live in the same town. We live both in Leipzig and we can say to our listeners, it is a book town. <laughs> and that's why we are making books and on, on different kinds or, yeah. Maybe, Lena, you like to introduce yourself a bit to our listeners and to us too. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Lena. I live in Leipzig since May 2020. And um, I started writing and illustrating children's stories in December 2020, <laughs> so when I when I was here in this um, yeah book town. And um, I work as a freelance designer, but I also write and illustrate children's stories, and um, they are very short stories, and I send them via letters. <laughs> wow, that's interesting, Lena. Um, can you tell me what, what inspired you to start writing the stories? Um, yes, I wanted to. Um, I signed up for a female founders class and I wanted to write and illustrate the best children's book on earth about um, empowerment and diversity. And um, when I started writing, I noticed that it was really hard because I had never done anything like that before. And it was really hard to <laughs> write the best story on earth while I was writing for the first time and it still is actually <laughs> so instead um I started to write a lot of I, I made a promise to myself that I would write 10 very bad stories and to keep myself accountable I send those stories to friends every Friday and um, I had an email newsletter and a blog and then I talked to different friends about it and it was actually a friend's idea and she said like hey you're writing digital letters would you like to send those letters on paper as actual letters mm -hmm. and i really like the idea um mm -hmm. yeah and i i think everyone likes getting letters yeah. <laughs> if it's not boring adult stuff mm -hmm. um <laughs> and yeah and and that was a, it was perfect because the stories were short anyways um so yeah yeah it We're is quite a a, much. yeah it is quite a novelty to get a, a letter on real paper these days yeah yeah that's true and so yeah and i try to make them pretty so if you open your letterbox and find find that letter you'll instantly see that it's it's a nice one <laughs> a happy yes. surprise yeah, yeah maybe maybe the listeners you can have a look at lena's minus geschichten dot de because they are so colorful they are so lovely illustrated it's i would i would really love as a child to get such nice letters and <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, so some how grown up friends of mine are also um, getting the letters. I think they're also quite <laughs> happy with them. <laughs> yeah, so grown up or child, I think we'd all enjoy receiving a letter with a beautifully illustrated with a story. So how how do people get to get your letters? What do they what do they need to do to? Um, they can visit my website. There's a shop. Um, if you're not living in Germany, you have to send me an email <laughs> because it's a little bit more complicated. Um, so yeah, but I'm I'm 
open to send letters to countries outside of Germany, you just have to send me an email first. <laughs> but you can have a look at the different kinds of letters in the shop anyway. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it is maybe a development. You can translate the stories to other languages too. Yeah, or you can help me translate them to other languages too. <laughs> 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 yeah, with a little bit of help on the translation. For me, it's interesting that you use in your stories uh, different family situations. And, yeah. and what is the background of it? Um, I think there's still a lot of stories that um, don't show how diverse the world actually is. So in a lot of children's stories, um, the children still live with two parents, a mom and a dad, and usually the dad goes to work and the mom stays at home. And um, I don't think that's the reality in which a lot of the kids today live. And I think it's important to show um, yeah, that, that family can be a lot of things and it doesn't. you can have a very happy family and a happy childhood, even if you don't live with your biological mom and dad. And I try to uh, make that the background situation on the stories, but it's not like the stories are not um, are not about the family situation. The stories always have a different um, story, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but this is the, the background in which the story happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a natural background. It's not it's not the focus. Like in real world, it should just be an, a normal background thing. But I think this is good because it's very modern and it shows how the world today for children is. Yeah, I, like, for example, I wrote um, a birthday story and a friend of mine read it. And in the end, um, so there's a birthday and a present and a, and a little fight between the child and the mother. And um, in the end, it turns out that um, the next day the child is going to visit the dad so the dad doesn't live with the family but it's not a really important part of the story so um yeah you, you can only see that within the last sentences of the story and um a friend of mine um afterwards texted me that because her parents are divorced and she, and she said like she almost started crying because um it was so special to her to see in a story that parents can be divorced but it's just a normal thing it's not a that thing or not the mm. um the point around which the the story evolves around um yeah it's, it's just how this family lives mm. i think mm. you're picking up on something that is really important for children and that's to see themselves represented in the stories that they read Yeah, I think there's this um, saying, you can't be what you can't see. Mm. Um, and before, when I still lived in Stuttgart, I co-founded a non-profit organization in Stuttgart. And for example, we organize workshops for girls where they learn, learn how to code and how to program. And we try to have female or um, gender diverse tutors so they can see people just like them working in IT and it makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's fantastic because women, I think, um, are possibly underrepresented in in tech work. And, you know, it's it's not um yeah, it's it's not commonly seen or or maybe it's a 
maybe that's a myth. Maybe there are lots of women working in technology, but we just don't know about it. I'm not sure. Yeah, one interesting thing is that um, a lot of women working in technology actually drop out of their jobs after a couple of years because they find they dislike the work environment. They find it too hostile. And uh -huh. then they start working, for example, in project management. And that's so sad. And um, we also organize a network event and we see that it makes a real change to have a safer space where where you can talk about the kind of experience you have and see that you're not alone with that. Mm -hmm. Very good. Super. Mm -hmm. These are so great uh, things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And interesting as well, because I think, um, you know, you've, you've kind of um, um, started up on your own, Lena. And, you know, being very entrepreneurial in terms of setting up your own website and, you know, the fulfilling this um, this idea that you've had of creating these stories and illustrating them as well. So I wonder, is that something that women do, do you think, more often? Um, yeah, I, like, I think from the women that I know, I would um, say so that um, there are a lot of women who have great ideas and to start great things and I think if we start and help each other because it's not like I do everything on my own all the time like I have a lot of friends who for example read the stories and give me feedback or um, who mm. help promote the letters on Instagram or who invite me to a podcast like this <laughs> <laughs> so I think if, if we connect and if we help each other then um, even more great things can happen Yeah, yeah, I think really. too. This networking between women and so is important. Yeah, and I also have a lot of great male friends who help me too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And and one question one question I had. Um uh what was your greatest experience with your with your letters and uh, your stories? I also saw you you had an interview on the LVZ which is a local um in in Leipzig a local uh, newspaper. But uh, I'm interested what what was like the emotional uh, part of the whole the whole um stories. Um yeah, I think Writing stories can also be really lonely and quite frightening <laughs> when you're sitting uh, on your desk and just writing and um, disappearing in, in your own fantasy world. And um, then when you appear again with your story and you don't know if it's any good, then um, yeah, that's that's definitely the, the lower parts of it. Um, but all the time when I get feedback from readers or from parents who are like, hey, this is a really great, great thing. I've been looking for something like this. Um, my children really like their stories. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. That's a really good, warm, fuzzy feeling <laughs> and really energizing too. And um, I, um, I didn't have that many chances yet to actually read to children. Um, but when I do, that's also amazing. That's really, really lovely. And mm. this week I was reading to children in um, in um, a youth center, a youth club. And it was a really great group of kids and they were super attentive. And um, I was reading a story with a um, gender neutral pronoun. And that's 
kind of complicated in German. So I explained it before how this pronoun is made up and that it's a new word and we're not yet used to hearing it. And um, maybe it's going to be a little bit weird when I read it, but at the end of the story, I'm, I'm sure we're all going to get along with it. And when I was finished, um, they um, we handed out postcards so they could write also write a postcard to the character mm -hmm. in the story. And um, they said like, hey, so, so how do I address this character? Because I can, in German, it's Liebe or Lieber. It's not just dear. How, how do I do this? Because I can't use that, right? Because then it's going to have, they're going to have, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to address a gender to them. So how do I do that? Mm -hmm. And I was so impressed because I was like, wow, you, you didn't just get the whole thing. You just, you thought a step further. And there were, I think, 10 or 11. So mm -hmm. Um, hmm. not super super young but yeah still children and they're so um, yeah so open in this and very curious and if you explain that to them it, it made a lot of sense for them yeah that was really impressive <laughs> I think a lot of adults can can have a look at that and um, yeah. yeah be inspired by that yes how playful it is possible to deal with these questions mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so I would say Thank you, Lena. Thank you that you have been our guest. I would mention to our listeners, learn German. Then you can have a look. <laughs> then you can have a look to these stories. Maybe there will be translation in future. Write to Lena that you like to have it on English. <laughs> yeah, why not? I think development or the world is changing on and on. Thank you, Lena. Thank you, Rachel. Bye bye, Branko. Oh. It was a very lovely podcast. Thank you. Au revoir. Au revoir. Arrivederci. Goodbye.